Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. Greetings, listeners, and welcome to a festive edition of Corbin vs. the World. I am your cheery holiday elf and hero, Corbin David Albaugh, here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It is November 30th, which means legally we can now begin celebrating the holiday season. We can begin hanging those lights and getting those trees and listening to that goddamn Paul McCartney wonderful Christmas time song that plays over and over into infinity with the synth player who clearly doesn't give a shit about the time signature about a minute into the song where it just goes bam, 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 regardless of what Paul's actually saying in sequence with it. So real quick, shout out to that drunk-ass synth player on Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. And also, how is that song number two on Paul's Spotify? Can we work to give Paul a better legacy than that piece of shit novelty song? Another one of my cherished holiday traditions is all of the wonderful holiday television specials that we are graced by and take us to Nostalgia Town. We get all of our favorites like Rudolph and his shiny new year and his island of bullshit toys. We get the year without a Santa Claus and Heat Miser and Snow Miser and their song about hating the shit out of each other. And we get Frosty the Snowman, or as I like to think of it, a retelling of Mary Shelley Wollstonecraft's Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus. I think one of my favorite aspects of Frosty the Snowman is the fact that none of the kids are instantly driven insane like subjects in a Lovecraft novel the second that the snowman comes to life. Uh, because, of course, they're whimsical 60s children and not garbage 2018 children that would just put him on Vine or meme him or do dabs on him or I don't know what the fuck. Yo, this is Guava Juice. I'm here doing the Frosty the Snowman Challenge. I'm out here naked up to my nipples in snow. Woo, I'm cold. Yeah, so that's pretty much how I think that 2018 would handle Frosty. I think that he's better well left alone. I think that his character arced pretty well between the original Frosty and then Frosty 2, Frosty's Revenge, in which he comes back, uh, Bride of Frankenstein-like, and he says, make me a female so I must breed. But it's Frosty, so I think it's something a little bit more whimsical, and I think he like does a song instead, and it's not as threatening, and there's not a torch, and they're not in Antarctica. Uh, where am I going with this? I'm not entirely sure. Also, question, as the kids grew up, Were they just putting hats on random shit, just wondering what might happen? Were they ruined for life? This is a question that was brought up to me over the weekend by my sister. I'll address it to you as well. While you ruminate on that, my lovely listeners, I would like to turn your attention to some lovely tunes that I have procured for you. So opening us up is a lovely singer-songwriter from Fort Morgan, Colorado. This is All Those Who Wander off of his brand new album that dropped a few months ago. You can find that on Spotify and also on Bandcamp, I think. This is All Those Who Wander and his song, Tim Richmond. He worked his little plot of land, he worked it all his life Tim Richmond joined the army, they said fight and earn your glory He said put a man before me, I've been fighting all my life Tim Richmond was a drinker, float a ship and he could sink her He could suck up all the water, for his belly was so big Tim Richmond went and married, the apples and the cherries He did kiss his bride so merry, and he took her for his wife They did grow, they did grow Oh, and the trees bore their leaves, bore their leaves Tim Richmond was a miner, a working man but kinder All his jewels were always finer than the finest of your life 
Tim Richmond was a hunter, and of men there was no meaner. He was a grizzly killer, taking bears just a knife. Tim Richmond was a gentleman, a lady's name he would find. He always paid his debt to friends and drank his whiskey right. He traveled all the world round, he found whatever could be found. He covered every patch of ground and saw what he could see. Oh, and the oaks, they did grow, they did grow. Oh, and the trees bore their leaves, bore their leaves. Tim Richmond, nature saw him and do, he did his best to carry through. He was always strong and true until the day he died. Tim Richmond, he was buried deep beneath the richest earth and he, beneath the sweetly singing breeze beneath a great oak tree. Oh, and the oaks, they did grow, they did grow. Oh, and the trees bore their leaves, bore their leaves. with your hands to take a drink in the same way that your father did and throw a stone upon the river's lid watch the circles take you home blow the smoke and watch it leave your lungs and high or not think of what you've done have you not considered life beneath the thumb Flying solo in your home Cause sometimes it's who, not what you do Just cause your father did Doesn't mean that you should do Pulls the skin off your bones 
Biggity bam, welcome back to Corbin versus the world. I am still your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, doing his best to ring in the holiday season as best he can. And in that spirit, in the spirit of the holidays, and in the spirit of rampant consumerism, I thought I would debut a brand new segment on this show called the Corbin versus the world gift guide 2018 so that I can help you my lovely listener become a more savvy and effective consumer in this urban jungle that we now inhabit and if you did not know Santa does exist and his name is Jeff Bezos and he lives in an ivory tower and you will never see him except for December 24th, when he and his millions and millions of underpaid servants deliver presents to boys and girls around the world, and then Jeff celebrates by eating a 100-pound iguana all by himself, and then Instagrams it because he is a fucking supervillain. Anyway, that was my miniature Jeff Bezos rant. Let's get back to Christmas. So I know they're kind of reaching with the gift guides this year. I've seen that, you know, there've been like the big item is the Facebook portal, which is like the next step so that the NSA can witness literally everything that we're doing. Because I think that we've moved past the point of innovation. We've just done so much advancing in the last 20 years that we've kind of plateaued a little bit. So until we've hit the point where we're doing like holograms and microchips and uh, uh, genetic editing, which we'll get to that later. But until we get to that point, we've kind of plateaued on the technology. So there's nothing really innovative coming out now. Now it's kind of like, here's the latest Swiss Army device that you can talk to your friends and get the weather and watch the office and it does your eggs and it massages your feet, and it kills your enemies, and, you know, all these things. And it's all yours for $2,000. And also the government will be watching every single thing that you do. Throw it. Uh, but that's not included in the legal agreement. Moving right along, though, um, that is not what I want this gift guide to focus on. Instead of that, I want to turn our attention to something much more worthy. Specifically, guys, the Sharper Image Catalog. I do not know why any business fucking bothers because the Sharper Image Holiday Catalog is the goddamn New England Patriots of holiday catalogs. No one can compete with it. You open to a random page and you see shit that you never knew that you wanted before. Like I turn to it and I go, I didn't know that I wanted a fucking Nerf Gatling gun that glows in the dark and is like the size of my head and shoots like a thousand darts for the low, low price of $70. That is remarkable. And, uh, you know, there's just so many things in this catalog, guys, and you really need to check it out. So I thought I would do, uh, I would just do a quick profile on a few hot items that might pique your attention. Uh, so starting off, we have, what did I circle? Mm. So starting off, we have the Sharper Image Sleep Therapy Mask. Unlike other sleep masks that simply block light, <laughs> noobs, our sleep therapy mask has a relaxing photoluminous blue glow that eases your mind from a busy, quote, beta state to a relaxed, quote, alpha state. So I think Jordan Peterson wrote this blurb. I'm not sure. Uh, also, I don't know why they think that bathing you in a luminous blue glow is going to give me enough comfort to sleep. I think I'm, I think instead I'm just going to feel like I'm on the set of Blade Runner 2. Uh, but, you know, who knows about that? That's why I don't work for Sharper Image. Uh, rolling right along, turning to another, oh my Jesus, fuck. Um, Jesus, this kid, he's got a wand. This kid has a fucking wand. Dueling wizard wands. Guys, I want to go back in time. This is the ideal time. Forget what I said about 2018 garbage children. They're not garbage children. You guys have it the best. You guys get the coolest shit. Put your wizard training to the test with dueling wizard wands. In this fast-paced game, two wizards compete to see who can cast spells more quickly and accurately using the infrared wands. So they've got this like weird LED kind of like dragon's egg type thing and this super aggro looking kid pointing what appears to be a wand at it and it looks super legit guys is it 80 dollars legit i don't know but it looks pretty fucking cool ah yes the tabletop fireplace for 200 dollars made for indoor use our tabletop fireplace burns clean bioethanol fuel 
so that you will have an open flame in your house that could catch literally anything at any time and burn your house down in a horrible holiday tragedy for the low, low price of $200. Thank you, Sharper Image. (laughs) And finally, rounding us out, have you ever wanted to have seven eggs at one time? Good luck, fat ass. The stainless steel easy egg cooker lets you steam cook up to seven eggs at a time without fat or oil. So if you're doing one of those weird fucked up keto diets where like that's like the only thing you can eat, uh, I guess this is for you. For $50, you can get the stainless steel easy egg cooker so you can have your seven eggs at a time. I don't even know what to make of that. (laughs) Anyway, here's more tunes.
it's not what you said, but that's what you meant. I'm losing my baby on promises kept. What are you for? What are you for? What are you for now that I have hardcore?
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World, listeners. I am still your hero, Corbin David Allball, bringing you the most depressing songs of yesterday, today, and tomorrow, which was definitely the case with the last three. I don't know what it is about the winter months, but for some reason, listening to sad music gives me superpowers during this time. So I basically end up listening to a shitload of The National, and if I'm not careful, uh, I will spend the next three months listening to nothing but The National. So anyway, shouts out to sad music. Speaking of tunes, I had a bold prediction that I would like to advance for 2019. Since we are ending the year, I thought it would be appropriate to begin asserting some bold predictions for the new year so we can look to it with some bright optimism. This prediction is, next year in 2019, we will get new music from Gautier. Gautier, famous for the greatest song ever written, Somebody That I Used to Know, the song that I watched at least a hundred times when I was a sophomore in college. I actually invented a drinking game for that music video. Specifically, you're supposed to waterfall anytime you feel like Gautier is eye-fucking you in the video. So that's kind of a factor as to why I don't remember a lot of sophomore year. There was also the drinking game I invented for The Room, but we're not going to go into that one right now. That'll be for a later episode. Uh, I'm also really good at inventing drinking games for things. I don't know if that's something I should be worried about on a psychological level, but we'll deal with that moving forward. Uh, but I would really like to hear new music from Gautier just to see if the hit song Curse still continues. Because I think the last song that really took over the world as much as somebody that I used to know did was probably Hey Ya, where it was probably played everywhere for about five years straight, and the Illuminati brought Outkast into a cigar-lit room, and they said, look, you've written literally the greatest song of all time. Even people who have been dead for hundreds of years know the lyrics to your music because it's been played so much. You've hit the peak. So here's the deal. You can't release any more good music. You have to release like some weird movie and a mediocre album, and then you're going to break up, and Andre, we're never going to hear from you again. One, two, three, uh! And I just want to know if the Illuminati did kind of the same thing with Gautier, where they were like, okay, your video has over a billion views on YouTube. You have to go live in the woods for like five years while we all forget about you. You grow a beard, you come back, you have a grunge thing, and then you release a song called Hello, It's Me Again, and then Lionel Richie shows up, and then it revives your career, and everyone's happy. That is the career I want for Gautier. That is the future I want for us. I am somebody that I used to know, and I am somebody that you know right now. I am your hero, and I am bringing you some more great tunes. So these are by three singer-songwriters. This is Lucy Dacus, Phoebe Bridgers, and Julianne Baker. I played all of them as one band a couple weeks ago as their group Boy Genius, but I just like their music so much, I thought I'd play them all individually. So, in order, this is Julian Baker, Lucy Dacus, and Phoebe Bridgers. Yes. 
taste regret You're everything I want and I'm all you dread Watch the poison leak from your pores Think all the liquor's gonna keep you warm Burn everything down to prove you could Leave me inside in a body made of wood Body made of wood. Oh, the harder I swim, the faster I sing. 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 The harder I swim, the faster I sing.
Hey, this is KevCat, the host of NoCo Gayo. My show is up next, and you should check it out. We play killer music from killer artists in the LGBTQIA community. See you at 7. Did y'all know that Gautier's name is Wally? I just found this out. I literally just found this out. I looked him up on Wikipedia, and he goes by Wally. So there, that's the thing that you know now. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Another thing that you're going to know now, there's an Instagram handle out there called Sister Christian by Night Ranger. So that guy has 200 followers right now. Let's give him a Christmas gift and make him the most followed guy randomly for no explicable reason. I am this man's invisible guardian angel. You're welcome, Sister Christian, by Night Ranger, for all of the support. Uh, on a related note, you can also follow me on Instagram at Corbin versus the World. Also, be sure to like the NoCo FM page on Facebook as well as check out the website and all of our wonderful shows that run in conjunction with my wonderful show. Thank you all for your continued support. I would also like to bring up one more thing before I bring you a few more tunes. Disney, once again, in their never-ending quest to have all the money in the world, has unleashed the teaser trailer for Artemis Fowl, which is my favorite young adult novel when I was in junior high, and I cannot fucking believe that they're finally getting around to making this movie. For those of you who are not in the know, Artemis Fowl is the story of this rich, smart-ass piece of shit who just decides he's going to fucking kidnap a leprechaun because he can, and he's rich. And so he does, and he pisses off the entire fairy world, who are actually this super advanced, like, Wakanda Forever group of, like, hidden race people that just appear and totally fuck up Artemis's life. And it's amazing, and there's magic, and... Uh, Judy Dench is in it, and it's going to be great, and I don't care if it's bullshit. It's going to be great. But I do also think, I realize upon watching the trailer, that we are kind of living in the monkey's paw universe, uh, if you're a millennial. Because I see, you know, I see the Artemis Fowl movie being made. I see a live-action Pokemon movie being made. I see all of these things that, like, 11- and 12-year-old Corbin would have just fucking lost his mind over. And I just want to, like, I want to write a letter and send it back in time to like 11 year old me and be like, Hey, it's me from 2018. And I just wanted to let you know that all of your dreams are going to come true. There's going to be a Pokemon movie. There's going to be an Artemis Fowl movie. There's going to be this magical thing that you can access that you can watch all of your favorite movies at any time. There's going to be an app where you can watch every wrestling match from like now until the 90s. There's going to be so much shit. It's going to be amazing. However, and then I'm just going to start reading all the headlines from CNN that day. Anyway, my name is Corbin David Albaugh. This is Corbin versus the World. Got a few more tracks to play for you. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you.
This has been a production of NOCO FM.